Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast brought to you by Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com. Now is the time to put your money into precious metals if there ever was a time. With all the uncertainty we are seeing in the world, go to MidasGoldGroup.com. They can help you out. 855-322-GOLD. We're so happy for their sponsorship of this program. Folks, I will tell you, we face a big problem. Now, I'm 54 years old, and I'm just going to say it. Kids today... What's wrong with them? You know, I sound like my father, right? And maybe since the beginning of time, we've complained about younger generations. But I don't think younger generations have been as dopey at any other point in history as they are today. There is no critical thinking skills left. Now, and I wonder if there's no critical thinking skills amongst young people today because the radical left has taken over our schools. They've taken over our universities. And they specifically... Do not teach critical thinking skills. They specifically teach the indoctrination. So they've dumbed down America to the point where young people cannot decipher between facts. And really, I shouldn't just lay that on young people. Democrats in particular, liberals, radicals, they can't decipher between what's real and what's not. And nowhere is this more prevalent than the situation going on in Gaza. This war that Israel is going to finish and clean up after the Hamas terror group went into Israel and slaughtered upwards of 1,500 people. So I wake up this morning, and yes, I am on TikTok, okay? The reason I'm on TikTok is the same reason Dr. G stayed on Twitter when Twitter was going through all of its horrible censorship. Same way reason I stayed on there. It's because that's where young people are. That's where we have to try to reach voices, and I will do everything I can to reach them. Now, with TikTok, I use a burner phone. I do not use my regular phone. TikTok has access to everything. You go into their privacy policies, and you read the fine print, and it'll tell you they have access to your camera, to your microphone, to your geolocation, to your keystrokes. I mean, you type in the the password to your bank account, they're going to know what it is. So I use a burner phone. Burner phone is a separate phone for those of you that don't know. A separate phone that you only use for one purpose. Drug dealers have them to deal drugs. I have it to go on TikTok, okay? So I wake up and I see that TikTok is making news because young people are reading Osama bin Laden's letter to America. This is after the 9-11 attacks, Osama bin Laden comes out and he writes a letter to America, which is filled with propaganda. It's filled with falsities. It's filled with hate. It's filled with the the clear thoughts of violence that he wants to enact again after 9-11 on all of us. And yet young people are now reading this letter on TikTok and saying that it is a lesson to be learned. Now, We had almost 3,000 people that died on 9-11. How dare young people who weren't even alive that day tell me what we can learn from 9-11. And when you tell me what we can learn from 9-11 is that America is a horrible country and we need to apologize for it. I don't think so. That's not what we can learn. What we learned from 9-11 has shaped who I am in many respects as a conservative commentator, and it certainly shapes my views on Islamic Jihad. Now, they want to kill us, these so-called holy warriors, these jihadists. They want us all eradicated. Anybody who doesn't subscribe to the radical ideology, including Muslims, they want wiped off the face of the earth, and these 
dopey children taking to TikTok to tell us somehow that we can learn from 9-11 and Osama bin Laden, who ruined so many lives, countless lives, not just the lives he took, but the families that were devastated from the attacks that he planned. So I'll play you one example. Guys, cut 11, roll that. I need you to stop what you're doing and go read A Letter to America. It is literally the craziest thing I've read in a while. And while I can't say that I'm that surprised, I am pretty shocked. So go read it and tell me what you think because I really also need to talk to other people about this. And actually, before you even read the letter, I did want to mention, in reading the letter, I could only think of this tweet that I saw the other day. Under settler colonialism, any kind of resistance is branded as terrorist because the only acceptable violence is violence by the occupier. So why would I ever take someone seriously that's literally wearing a silver diaper on his head? Okay, I, I, I wouldn't. But clearly, this child who has no understanding and, and, and settler colonialism, again, this is, this is to try to make America out to be this oppressive country when America, folks, I'm telling you, is the most free country in the world. Now, we may have our set of problems. We may not be perfect. There may may be a burgeoning underclass in America that is largely due in part because there are no fathers or family values left in society. That all may be true, but we're still the most free of anybody. You have the most opportunity in this country than you do in any other country in the world. You want me to read from Osama bin Laden's letter to show you his hatred? This is his letter to America. You have supported the Jews in their idea that Jerusalem is the eternal capital, and you agreed to move your embassy there. With your help and under your protection, the Israelis are planning to destroy the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Under the protection of your weapons, Sharon entered the Al-Aqsa Mosque to pollute it as preparation to capture and destroy it. All of this is propaganda. Quote, these tragedies and calamities are only a few examples of your oppression and aggression against us. Now, folks, we live in a world where the so-called oppressed have become the oppressors. Hamas is the oppressor. Hamas is the one raining down missiles into Israel. Hezbollah is the one raining down missiles into Israel with no regard for where those missiles land. You want to talk about the oppressed becoming the oppressors, this is it. Israel simply wants to live free. Israel warns the people of Gaza. Whenever they are coming in or there is going to be a strike, they warn them, get out of the way. They do everything they can to protect civilian life. But the big fallacy here is that Palestinians overwhelmingly uh, do not support Hamas. That is false. Those in Gaza either voted for Hamas or they voted for the former PLO, which is Fatah. Fatah is the new party that took over for the Palestinian Liberation Organization. When you combine Fatah and Hamas, Fatah is a terror organization, it's like 90% of the people of Gaza voted for terrorists. So do these idiots reading bin Laden's letter on TikTok, do they understand at all, that what they're reading is that of an oppressor. Do they understand at all that Osama bin Laden wants these children dead? Roll cut 14. 
The way this letter is going viral right now is giving me the greatest sense of relief. If you're Muslim and you've lived in the U.S. since 9-11, you know more truth than the typical citizen. Now it's all coming to light because of Palestine. Oh, give me a break. They have no idea what they are talking about. None of them. And so this is the dumbing down of America because it fits right into the left-wing narrative. Oh, first it's black people are oppressed. Then it's illegal aliens coming here are oppressed. And oh, it's the evil white man. And now apparently the Jews can call right into that trap of being the evil white man oppressing everybody. And the left, the radical leftists literally dupe all the young people into what? Taking to the streets and rioting like they did before. So coming up, we're going to talk to uh, a, a young Jewish woman in New York who just went over to Israel to witness atrocities uh, uh, that she has never seen before. We're going to talk about gun rights in Israel that America could learn a real lesson from, all right, when we come back. Listen to me, folks. We talk about a parallel economy all the time. Why don't you get with Patriot Mobile? I have a Patriot Mobile phone. I love these guys. Why? U.S.-based customer service. You get to use the three big networks, but what you lose is the woke nonsense that comes with those three big cell phone companies. You put some money with Patriot Mobile, right? You buy a Patriot Mobile phone and you have their service. A lot of that money goes towards pushing conservative causes. First Amendment, Second Amendment rights, uh, sanctity of life, first responders, Veterans, you name it, Patriot Mobile is supporting these causes that are important to all of us. So I'm a proud Patriot Mobile user, and I want you to be one too. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. That's the website, PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. 972-PATRIOT, that's the number. Call them today, please. 972-PATRIOT. Switching is so easy with the U.S.-based customer service. Use the promo code GRANT. And you will get free activation. Promo code grant, free activation, patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. So it just amazes me how dumb young people can be, but it also amazes me how dumb older people can be as well, especially when it comes to the war between Israel and Hamas, and which is quickly becoming a war between Israel and the world, which is so upsetting. Uh, The world is turning on Israel all because of woke, nonsensical politics. The idea of Israel, a.k.a. the white man, being the, quote, oppressor, is taking hold and it's spreading. I watched Justin Trudeau the other day, the prime minister of Canada, just make a disgrace of himself telling Israel how it should conduct itself when it comes to the war. Um, So then I get some hope in life. Because as much as I slam young people in America for a lack of critical thinking, you know what's great about conservatives? Conservative young people have tremendous critical thinking skills. And they're also passionate about what they do. And uh, I've known a young Jewish woman for a while. She used to come on my show when I was at Newsmax. And I'm watching her Instagram. She flew over to Israel to document what was going on there because she had friends that were literally telling her, that didn't happen, this didn't happen, it's not that bad. Well, we all know it was absolutely horrific. And so with that, I want to welcome in Deborah Leah, who is a uh, conservative commentator. She is Jewish. She lives in New York City, and she's back from Israel just a few days ago. Deborah, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's deja vu. I feel like I was just speaking with you. 
Well, you were on the Real America's Voice show last night, everybody, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Tonight, you can see me there as well. But uh, I want to talk to you today, Deborah, about what you saw over there, because this thing took off on TikTok about reading Osama bin Laden's letter, which clearly in this letter they reference, the hatred towards Jews is just uh, reach epic proportions. What did you see over there? What's your message to these kids spreading this message? So what I saw over there was complete destruction, homes just obliterated. There was families hiding in bomb shelters to basically stay alive from Hamas, and they were throwing grenade after grenade into their homes. Just complete top-down destruction of everything these people their entire lives just destroyed in one day. It was heartbreaking to see just families wiped out, generations wiped out. For what? just because they were living peacefully in Israel. And the Osama bin Laden stuff, apparently for the left, supporting Hamas and justifying their actions wasn't crazy enough. They had to take it a step further and say, hmm, what about Osama bin Laden? You know, he wasn't that bad, actually. This is bonkers, and this is a major failure by our institutions and the parents in this country. Where are they? Who raised these people? You know, it amazes me because I think Osama bin Laden, Hamas as well, if they had the opportunity, they'd kill these very same TikTokers because these TikTokers are not subscribing to the ideology of Hamas. I promise you that. No, these people, this is a problem in Western society where we assume that terrorist organizations like Hamas, like Osama bin Laden, a terrorist who killed thousands of Americans, innocent Americans, we think that, oh, they think like us. They're just like us, but they're not like us. And that's really what I witnessed in Israel. The people that committed these atrocities it wasn't a human action. It was something, it was pure evil. It is something that I cannot comprehend. We've all tried to wrap our heads around it. How did the IDF not stop this? How did they not see this coming? But it was just a blitz. Hamas attacked on so many fronts with such force that it's just pure evil. And we, we can't understand it and we shouldn't try. And we should just try to bring more light and more positivity into this world. Like the Israeli people, they are so resilient. While I was there, I was helping out with amputees. There's been a lot more amputees since the war, of course. Innocent people, young couples were at the Nova Festival. And I got to meet with them, try to cheer them up a little bit. And the spirits in Israel are high. We know the phrase there right now is Am HaNetzach Lo Mifached, the nation of eternity will not fear. We are not afraid. We know that God will deliver us. And we are hopeful and proud to defend the Israeli and the Holy Land, honestly, the Jewish yeah. homeland, but the Holy Land for three religions. Yeah, and and uh, that is a tribute to the people there, and that's a common theme with what happens in America when we face tragedy as well. Uh, the, the greatness of this country comes out just as the greatness of Israel is coming out uh, as they respond to this. Now, you did something that I think is far better than the mainstream media could do. You reported to me a story last night on Real America's Voice uh, that I had not heard on the mainstream media. Now, the Israelis were pretty much defenseless, especially this one little village, this little area that was absolutely devastated by the slaughtering by Hamas. You said Arabs were going in weeks before and stealing guns and ammunition out of an ammunition room. Why don't you take me through the story and what Israel's response was to the theft and how that left people vulnerable? Yeah, so I, as an American, love my Second Amendment. It's in my head that I have to defend myself. I can't rely on the government. So I'm there and I'm asking all the Israelis, why did nobody have guns? I asked soldiers. I asked people who survived. 
And what they all told me is that two to three weeks prior to this attack, there were Arabs stealing guns and ammunition, and the Israeli government didn't know what to do. So they did what they thought was the best idea, which now we know was not. But they collected all of the guns from law-abiding citizens, from Jewish, Israeli citizens, and they collected all the guns so that guns would not get into the wrong hands. And that is why a lot of these kibbutzim, like Faraza and Kfarberi, were hit so much harder, because they did not have firearms to defend ourselves. And it was a strike similarity, a striking similarity to what's happening in the United States. Over the past few years, we've seen calls to defund the police. We've seen no cash bail in New York, where Kathy Hochul just lets criminals and rapists walk the streets. And then they're telling us, oh, you don't need a gun. So... This is the exact methodology of those on the left. You have very bad people, these Arab terrorists that are stealing firearms and ammunition, and the government's answer is, let's take away the guns from the good people so the bad people can't steal them again. But the bad people already have them, which means you just disarmed the good people, which is exactly what we see in America. I hope, Deborah. And we're talking with Deborah Leia, a Jewish conservative commentator just back from Israel. I hope America hears what you're saying and takes a lesson from this that we cannot let that happen here. I hope so, too. And to take it a step further, I hope that every liberal Democratic Jew in America learns from this. They're looking around saying, I marched with you for BLM. I marched with the LGBTQ. Why are you not marching for me? Why are you marching against me? So I hope that this is a lesson to vote for the right party, vote for the side that will defend Israel, will stop crime, will close up our borders, and hopefully we can turn this country around and prevent the people flooding our southern border from committing anything similar to what Israel saw on 10-7. Look, I was a mainstream media reporter for many, many years. I was one of the first to get to ground zero. I, I too, like you now, saw horrific things, and I saw horrific things for 20 years. Uh, real quick, in about 10 or 20 seconds, did this forever change your life, what you saw over there? I saw some of the videos. Some of it I wouldn't even play on, on TV. Did it change your life real quick, 20 seconds? It changed me forever. It changed my outlook on the world. I didn't realize evil like this existed. And now I have to take a step back and reevaluate my optimism for the world. I saw things that are going to be hard to ever wash away from my brain, the smells, everything resonates with me. And it's very, it's been very difficult to like reintegrate into my New York society. But at the end of the day, I am hopeful. I am proud of the people like myself and the organization I went with that are going over to just help people help God's creation. We are proud of you for going over there, and we're grateful for you coming and telling the story back because it's so important. Deborah Leia, I urge everyone to follow you on social media. Thank you for coming on today. And All right, folks, you know, I always tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group, and the reason I do is it's important to have diversity when it comes to your financial portfolio. One of the things that has stood the test of time is, of course, precious metals, gold. Go where the smart money is going. We just learned China is buying gold and selling the U.S. dollar. They're doing that to depress the dollar. When that happens, you want to have some money into gold. How much is right for you? Talk to the guys at Midas Gold Group about it. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD, MidasGoldGroup.com. They can help you. They are veteran-owned. And most of all, I know these guys personally. I trust them. You should, too. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. Pay them a visit today. All right, folks, as we continue our conversation about Israel, about what's going on in Gaza, about the devastation that Islamic jihadists wage on anybody that doesn't believe in them, and just how 
dopey, dopey, dopey young people are. I would love for you to weigh in on any of this. 833-33-GORKA is the number. 833-33-GORKA. Feel free to call in. Um, You know, as you see TikTokers urge people to read the Bin Laden letter, the crew just pointed out something to me. That it all seems very orchestrated. A lot of the videos are saying, you need to go read this letter. Stop what you're doing. And they all start out in somewhat of the, of the same way. And they want you to go read it because it's all about hate and it's all about the so-called, quote, oppressor. Which, of course, they want to label America as the great oppressor. When America, to me, is the land of opportunity and there's no other country like it. Just to give you a feel for one of these TikTok videos, roll cut 11. I need you to stop what you're doing and go read A Letter to America. It is literally the craziest thing I've read in a while. And while I can't say that I'm that surprised, I am pretty shocked. So go read it. All right, so see how he starts out with stop what you're doing, go to America. Here's another one. This is cut 12. Roll that. Go read A Letter to America. Like, seriously, go read it. Type A Letter to America in Google or whatever you use and come right back. Because this makes a lot more sense. It explains so much. And I guarantee you it's going to blow your mind. And let's talk about it. So go read it. Come back. Enough of her. So same thing. Go read it. Stop what you're doing. Is it orchestrated? There's been plenty of reports out there. that you got left-wing radical billionaires, the likes of the George Soros types, maybe him. Uh, that have funded many of these left-wing TikTok influencers to push all of this nonsense onto the people. Not a good thing. Uh, Let's go out to uh, line two, Nancy, in Philadelphia. What do you say about all this? Hi, Mr. Stitchfield. Um, As the daughter of a Holocaust... Any callers throughout the day, you got to call me Grant, please. Thank you. As the daughter of a Holocaust survivor, um, I have to either disagree with you or clarify. So... This is not just about stupid young people. I urge everybody to read the story of the Hitler Youth Movement in uh, Germany. And separately from that, this is not about just people who are woke. This is pure, unadulterated anti-Semitism. And the way you know is by analogy to, for example, the war in Ukraine. Where, Where is the outcry on behalf of the poor Russian citizens? Where is the outcry against the Uyghur Muslims who are being genocided by the Chinese? Where is the outcry against the innocent Iranians who are under the thumb of a brutal dictator? Yeah, well, those are, those are all very good points. And let me clarify, Nancy, because I, I don't want you to get me wrong here. It's not just about dopey young people. But as I said in the beginning of the show, is that I do believe the very smart, older people, the radical leftists, are doing their best to take critical thinking skills away from our young people, indoctrinate them into their way of thinking, and raising an uneducated class of people, which they want to be the entire nation, which is just like a communist party, where everyone's uneducated and poor, and only the elitists can run the country. And and so in many respects, you are 100% correct that this is all by design. The sad part is, though, that we have mothers and fathers that don't see that their kids are being corrupted because in many cases, the mothers and fathers are already corrupted as well. 
And so uh, let's go out to Los Angeles. My buddy Brent, who calls into my morning answer radio program out in Los Angeles, one of our all-time favorite callers. I say this is a big, giant family. Brent, I'm honored you call in to Gorka's show while I'm hosting. What do you say, my friend? Hello, Alpha Maga Grant. And I'm always honored to talk to you. But today I've got to disagree. We've got to re-educate all of America's woke white women to reimagine the joys of jihad just as TikTok's misogyny-loving Osama bin Laden leftist ladies are satanically screeching for. Joe Biden's democracy of women are learning to love death, just like Mohammed's democracy of Islam is so proud to do. And soon our woke women will become beautifully burqa'd, clitorally canceled, and honorably killed if they dare ask for an abortion after having Muslim gangs Allahu Akbar them in tunnels all night long. All right. Well, uh, Brent, as always, put very eloquently, and uh, you always leave me, even in the most serious things, uh, with a smile on my face, even in the most serious of times. Uh, All right, folks. You like my shirt? We, the people, shall not be canceled. What a line. What a statement. And we will not be canceled because all of us together ensures that we can't be canceled because there's strength in numbers. That's what wearing Defender gear is all about. Showing the left that we are strong, we are united, we are unapologetic, and we are bold. You put a shirt on like this with a flag on the shoulder, you're telling you love America, you love freedom, and you will fight back against tyranny. Yes, we the people shall not be canceled. If you'd like a shirt like this or some other real cool ones, all you have to do is go to defender-gear.com forward slash grant, defender dashgear.com forward slash grant. Do it today, folks. And when you do, I promise you, you are telling everybody that you are part of a patriotic team. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant15 for 15% off. That's promo code grant for 15% off. Grant15 for 15% off. Uh, Folks, have you heard this story about the National Security Agency. I believe it was the Daily Caller that uncovered this through a Freedom of Information request that they now have a glossary with 327 woke mania terms that the National Security Agency wants its people to be aware of. Now, let me just make this clear. The NSA is tasked with stopping foreign threats. Okay, this is about intercepting communications, making sure we're stopped terror threats, all of these things the NSA has tasked for. It is critical to the safety and security of America that this agency operates at full capacity, firing on all cylinders, so you, your family, your kids remain safe. Instead, we get a glossary of 327 terms that goes into things like queer theory. Now, what in the world is the NSA have any care about queer theory? They go into terms like, these are the most wacky ones. Z and Zer, have you ever even heard of this? And I still get confused about all these terms like pansexual, demigender. I have no idea what any of this means. But Z and Zer is used for him and her without saying him and her. And then, of course, they use the they instead of he and she.
but they has always been plural to me, so I, I feel like it's totally not grammatically correct in order to say that, but they say it anyway. And this is what the NSA is focused on? Now, we know the United States military has gone woke. We've seen what they're doing at West Point. We've seen how they're lowering standards for many of the special forces operators so they get women into the ranks. Doesn't that pose a threat to the people that are operating as special forces soldiers if people are not as capable as they should be simply in the name of political correctness? It's frightening. So now we see this at the NSA. Does every NSA agent have to read through this glossary of 327 terms? Have you ever heard of AFAB or AMAB? Come on. You know what? I'm not going to give you the definition of that. I'm AFAB and AMAB. Let's see if anybody knows it. 833-33-GORKA. 833-33-GORKA. And feel free to weigh in on this push to blur the lines between men and women in America. And uh, we'll take a little test and then I'll give you the definition of AFAB and AMAB. But there's other issues that NSA goes into, which is totally not within the purview of the National Security Agency, not within the mission of keeping America safe, They describe white fragility in this document. White fragility apparently is that, oh, any little aspect of race comes up and white people just can't handle it. They're so fragile when it comes. Come on. I think the nation is fragile when it comes to race. Now, I'm proud of how I was raised when it comes to race. I was raised that You're not supposed to see color, okay? Now, I will admit to you, there were times when I saw color, especially as a young person, and and quite frankly, I grew up in Scarsdale, New York, Lily White, and this is also why I have a fond memory of Jewish people because it is a large Jewish community in Scarsdale, New York. I was baptized Catholic, but I went to Jewish summer camp because all my friends were Jewish, we didn't have a lot of people in color uh, uh, of color in Scarsdale, New York. You know, when I knew race, <laughs> when I stepped on a football field for the first time and faced a team of all black kids, and I was like, holy cow, I'd never seen anything like this. I was scared. And uh, you know what? They kicked our butts. <laughs> that I had a right to be scared. They kicked our butts. That was the first time I ever really saw race. And then my basketball coach at Scarsdale did something that was brilliant. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. He started a tradition where we had a team from the South Bronx come up to Scarsdale, New York to play our basketball team, and then they'd spend the day with us in school. And then we went to the South Bronx the next year to play their team and spend a day in their school. And what a great eye-opening experience. And you know what the goal of this experience was? To actually not see color. But now the left wants you to believe everything is about color. So AFAB, I got a guest coming up next, but AFAB is assigned female at birth, assigned male at birth. I didn't want to leave you hanging there.